this is Robin Hill and welcome to episode 18 of Eclectic City. The music you've just heard was my arrangement for two guitars of George Harrison's While My Guitar Gently Weeps. It was played by myself and by Peter Wilczynski. It comes from our classic Beatles double album which features 32 Beatles songs. Hearing this track cannot help but remind me of the occasion when I met George Harrison in person. To briefly explain how this came about, a long story short, Ian Pace and John Lord, the drummer and keyboard player of Deep Purple, were looking for a guitarist. They were played the Force 10 album on which I played guitar by the Jethro Tull drummer Barrymore Barlow, who in turn was a friend of the Force 10 singer Tony Williams. The upshot was that I received a phone call from an ex-Led Zeppelin roadie by the name of Magnet, who was now roadieing for the Deep Purple guys. They liked what they heard on the Force 10 album, and would I go to Pinewood Studios for an audition with the band? Well, this took me by surprise somewhat, but I said yes, okay. Down I went on the train. It was a compartment train, and I remember I had my compartment all to myself and practised all the way down. I was met at Reading Station by Magnet and whisked off to Pinewood Film Studios. Many of the really big bands used to use these film studios to rehearse in. I walked into the studio and there was Ian Pace on drums, John Lord on keyboards, Maggie Bell, the Scottish singer, and Paul Martinez on bass. After the usual pleasantries, inquiries about my journey, etc., John Lord asked, do you know I saw her standing there? Yes, I replied. OK, let's play that and take a solo in the middle. I agreed and the band launched into the number. Well, when that was done, John Lord said, Great, do you know Palace of the King by Freddie King? Uh, no, I don't, but play it and I'll play along, I said. OK, replied John Lord, and take another solo in the middle. I liked Palace of the King, it was a nice soul blues song. Well, we played that, and it all seemed to go okay. Uh, thanks, uh, we're just going to have a little meeting, said John Lord, and with that the band disappeared out of a side door. They weren't gone long. They came back, and John, and John Lord announced, you've got the job, and the other band members came over to congratulate me. I was pleased, of course. We went to a restaurant where plenty of escargot were eaten and much wine was quaffed. It turned out they all knew George Harrison very well and we ended up at Friar Park which was George Harrison's amazing gothic mansion just outside Henley-on-Thames. We arrived by Rolls-Royce after night had fallen and I had never seen the house before but when I stepped out of the car the gothic masterpiece took my breath away. I cannot believe I am here, I thought, while trying to remain cool in front of the others. I think the band were keen to introduce George to their new guitarist, but unfortunately on this occasion he was away in his other house in Hawaii. We ended up at the house of Bad Company guitarist Mick Ralphs, who also lived nearby. He showed me his extensive collection of impressive guitars, and later that night I stayed at Deep Purple Drummer's Ian Pace's considerable mansion on the Thames. About a month or so later, I was asked to go down to do some recording with the band. 
They choose to do this at Friar Park, George Harrison's studio. And imagine, all of the famous Beatle guitars were there in the studio, including the famous 1965 Fender Stratocaster, which he got, originally pale blue, and played from the Rubber Soul album onwards. Well, I played all these guitars, and although I'd been to Friar Park once before, I'd still never met George Harrison, and unfortunately he still was in Hawaii at his other home. A few months later, I was staying again at Ian Pacer's house, and it was about 10am. I had had breakfast and was trying a few shots on the billiard table when the doorbell rang. Everyone else in the house was still asleep, so I went to the door, and yes, you guessed it, it was George Harrison. Inside, I was screaming, That is George Harrison. I do not believe this is happening. Outwardly, I remained cool and said, well, Everyone's in bed at the moment. He smiled and said something like, Oh, Tilba called. I feel guilty to this day that I didn't invite him in. Here is the track I recorded at Friar Park, featuring Ian Pace on drums, John Lord keyboards, Maggie Bell lead vocals, Paul Martinez on bass and myself on guitar. And they must have liked my playing as they gave me two guitar solos. This is Palace of the King.
Well, that was uh, Palace of the King, recorded at Friar Park, uh, George Harrison's studio, in his home, um, with John Lord on keyboards, Ian Pace on drums, myself on guitar, Maggie Bell on vocals, and Paul Martinez on bass. Around this time, the early 80s, I wrote the next piece, which is called Broad Nightlight. This was partly inspired by John McLaughlin's Mahavishnu Orchestra and partly by Joe Zavinor's Weather Report and partly just by life in general. Well, I finally got round to recording the track. This was recorded 2020, last year, in, and released in July. This is from the Retroglider album. Maurice Cheatham on drums, me on all the other instruments, Broad Nightlight. an extract from Broad Nightlight from my album Retroglider. I was playing all the instruments apart from the drums, which were played by Maurice Cheetham. 
And finally, I'd like to close with a miniature little masterpiece by my duo partner, Peter Wilczynski. This is a piece he called Papillon, Butterfly. Um, and it was included on our Les Deux Amis album and later on The Art of Robin Hill and Peter Wilczynski. I hope you'll enjoy this piece, Papillon. Thanks for listening and I'll see you all next week. Robin Hill's Eclectic City was a Hill House production. Mm-hmm.